been drunk. He was drunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, 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 that doesn't make sense. You're right. Yeah, so I'm not worried about it. Well, I'm being really safe. <laughs> I guess I I'll like edit this part really out. Safe, we wouldn't be moving. Uh, no, I wouldn't like drive if I couldn't drive. All right, man. well, take a right. Okay. Well, go straight, but no. then take a right. Okay, now you're telling me how to drive. <laughs> okay, so I'm Kalen McKay. That's Kalen. That's Kalen. That's Patrick Pasquale. That's Kalen McKay. And we're Fake Brothers Podcast. Podcast. Special guest, Alex Holsher. Say what's up, Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. Holsher. Holsher. Alex is in the back seat on this podcast. We just ended our run of sketch shows. At the city stage. Well, technically, we just we just ended our run at Islands. <laughs> <laughs> we just finished eating at Islands forever. No offense, Islands. Oh, by the way, Islands, I kept buying beer there Past after 2, two o'clock. a.m. So, that's illegal. That's very illegal. I, In I North did it, Carolina, that's illegal. Figure that shit out. I did it specifically because I could, not because I wanted to drink. I give the beers away to other people. Beers... Beer's gross. Good job, Patrick. Yeah, sorry. So, uh, I feel like this was the best. Last time we podcasted, what was going on, Patrick? Um, I literally have no idea. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure that we just got done with rehearsal about the show. Okay. <laughs> I just moved into my uh, now apartment. Oh, you're new. You're newly I'm, settled. I'm settling in. Okay, so we I feel have, pretty good about it. So in the last time, in since we've uh, we podcasted, so take a right. We okay. I know how to get to where you live, Patrick. I okay. you're like by I, the fountain. Everybody yeah, knows that. Yeah. Everybody knows you're by the soapy fountain. Gosh, don't that usually doesn't run. I've seen it run like twice. it runs. It, it was, runs like it twice. was. Listen, I don't want to like, defend it. Those are parking spots. Sometimes yeah, but I don't cars get in there. accidents there. Other than that, it's pretty useless. Nope. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty correct. Bad parking spots. It's also a red uh-huh. light. Oh, well, now it's green, green light. Now verde. There you go. Those are Spanish words for that. Found the parking spot for right now. Okay. Lights off. And it'd be Whew. really funny if they hit us from behind. No, it wouldn't. It would be funny. Mm. It would be funny. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't. I would be dead first. <laughs> So, last time we podcasted, uh, we had not done all of our sketch shows, I don't think. No. Okay, so we have now done three straight sketch shows at City Stage. Boom, boom, boom. Great audience. Tonight's audience, though, awesome. Great audience. Saturday night's audience, so awesome. Tonight is Saturday night, so yes. Yes. That's a redundant statement. Friday night's audience, pretty okay. Pretty okay. Thursday night's audience. Oh shit! Dopish. I think they were dopish shit. Alex made a fart sound. I think that's just because he's in the car and he wanted to make a fart sound. No, I was there Thursday. This sucked. Were you? Oh, yes. you didn't like the audience. I felt really? good about no, the audience were... Thursday. Okay. They were dookie. Well, they I guess dookie. from an audience perspective, the audience Thursday night was dookie. In the performance side, I thought pretty awesome. I yeah, I actually felt I pretty agree. good. At it. Okay, so now the audience has switched sides. No, I agree that the performance was awesome, but I'm just saying I felt like the audience was... Oh, okay. okay. That's complimentary. I, um, we'll I'm going to support him 100% on this. We'll take that. We'll take that for sure. Audience week, performance great. Awesome. Okay. 
Um, Alex, what was your perspective of our sketch show? Which one? The one that you just Uno does or Trace? Uh, the one there that you watched. right? Yeah, the one that you watched last. Just talk Actually, about what's... Okay, so what's interesting is the third one, the most recent one, was actually my favorite. Interesting. Okay. Why is that? Um, I just feel like, especially, you know, being raised in the South and stuff, the, uh... The whole thing with the Jesus character was fantastic. Good. Like everything about it was just so perfect for me. That I found I found but I could understand if like other people liked maybe some of the other ones more. And I wouldn't say that they're wrong, you know, but like that one just tied into so many things that I could relate to. Like Cocked Block by Jesus was <laughs> hilarious. Also when last night you're saying cocked block. Yeah. But it's cock blocked. Yeah. Like, you had the past tense on the wrong word of that compound word. Yeah. Which I also found hilarious. English is a funny language. It is. You just put the past tense on the end of the English is a, compounded it's a, word. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a difficult thing to... I've and never I've, had to learn it, so... Even as, a, even, even as the person who wrote that song with William Small of Different Dollar, I was like, mmm... Like, up to this point... It's sort of been like, I don't exactly know which way to say it is the actual correct way. Cock blocked, for well, sure. Well, I'm certain. Cocked. I mean, that makes sense. And I would tell you if I was even a little bit uncertain. Like, yeah, no, I know blocked. That, yeah, that, I know that that's right. Cocked But I like blocked. how you said it, though. It was, it was, it was more comical. So you way. said it cocked. Cocked block. <laughs> cocked blocked. Like the first, the first part of the compound word was past tense, and the second part was just present. I mean, it's also because of the way that the the um, the rhythm falls within the words, like within the phrase of the singing of it. It is mm-hmm. cocked block by Jesus. Oh, I see oh. what you're saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I do now. I see what you're saying. Oh, so you have to you'd have to hard cocky be like. Yeah, cock blocked by Jesus. Yeah, yeah like, but it yeah, like, I see. but it yeah. also works both ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, it works both ways, but except for from a grammatical sense, it doesn't work both ways. And it doesn't work both ways grammatically. But but I get it, what you're saying in terms of like it sounding good, and yeah. plus everyone in the audience fucking knows what's it matter. Yeah, they 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 understand it, but it's yeah. also what am I actually trying to say versus what do you hear? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, which is like an element with communication. Abroad. Which is something, yeah. yeah, that's something that we play with constantly. Is like, what are we trying to say versus what we, what 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 does the audience hear? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know. I agree. Uh, what are you, what are some other um, point uh, observations from our sketch shows, Alex? Oh, which ones? Like all of them, or fucking any of them? Yeah. Let's just talk. Let's just talk about it. Let's okay. chat about it. Well, um, break it down for us. First off, I thought overall they were all pretty good. Okay, which, cool. And I'm not even saying that from like a standpoint of like I'm just gonna say that I've I've been to quite a few like sketch shows and watched quite a few and things as well. But um, but I always I always feel like Act Two was always weaker, and not really? just because it was improv. I, I mean I like improv, but yeah. I just feel like the way it was presented was kind of like now we're just gonna like do this thing. Okay. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I personally liked it, but I just mean, like, it was presented in such a way where it was like, oh, you're still here? Okay, we'll, like, do something to entertain you. Oh, huh. interesting. Okay, so you you would like to see for the second act to have us have whoever leads it, a.k.a. Kalen, because he's bad at it. Um, <laughs> you'd like to see, like, a 
a more presentable version of it, rather than just kind of like a lackadaisical, like, hey, well, we're going to do this now. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for me, yeah. I think so, yeah. Okay, for cool. me? Yeah. Okay. That's actually a really great observation. I thank you for that. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like, like I said, I like the improv parts, but I just feel like it almost feels like we're just doing something to, like, keep this thing going. That's interesting. That's interesting to me. And how it's presented, mm-hmm. not in how it's performed. Right, that's, right. Yeah, that's interesting to me because even as a person who's sort of running the first, who's directing and or whatever. like You're completely first... in charge of the first act of the show. You, like, mm-hmm. you nail that aspect. That's, yeah. So as the person who's, who's doing that, is to me, it's like, how do I combat the the freeness and the the like inherently positive energy that comes from the improvisation of the second act? Is like so so. There's something for me where it's like, how do I bring that sort of energy? And that's like what we always have the messing with the audience bits, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, so to have you say that it. Or at least in this iteration of the show, where it was like the second act is the weaker, or or at least the more. No, no, no. It's it's not so much that it's necessarily weaker. What I mean to say is that like it's presented as like, oh, we're gonna keep going. So it's still better. It's still better as the improv. No, no, no. no, no. I, well, I disagree with that because I like I like I like this version of the written part the most for me but i realize and like if someone else was like oh this is my least favorite of the three i wouldn't disagree with them i understand that this one ties into a lot of things that i can i can relate to personally so therefore it relates to me better well and that's That's one of and that's one of the things that i was that i was looking for very like ostensibly i was looking for something that was going to ride the line between the people that were going to be like this has Jesus in it. I'm fucking done. And this has Jesus in it. I'm gonna pay attention now. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, I, 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 if that's the goal, I felt it did a good job because it's, it's again, like you said, he's in it, and so you bring all these things to it, and then the way that what what's that guy's name? Kevin. 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 Yeah. The way he performed it was <laughs> pretty spot on for yeah. bringing that feeling across yeah as well you know because he seemed very oblivious which was perfect no and that's and that's one of the keys for me is like because without giving too many people too much away from our show which they will not now be able to see i was like you can give it all away i can give it all away is that no spoilers the um like the the idea for me was to have the jesus character be as fresh and as clean as possible for most things, so that he would be able to approach approach the interactions with other characters in the most innocent and pure light, like mm-hmm. sort of like sort of like giving every character, like having the Charles character be um, like blaming the Jesus character for her, all his problems, and having the Carol character want to just just throw herself at the Jesus character mm. and make her the solution make make Jesus make Jesus the solution for all her problems even though Which is kind of funny because that's like what organized religion says it should be. Yeah. <laughs> and that I mean, <laughs> And that was uh I mean 
And but I mean, that's why I liked. That's why I liked. Honestly, that's why like this was my favorite of the three shows. Cool. In, in that reason, but I understand also like if someone was like, no, like this was the worst of the three. I wouldn't necessarily argue with him. Yeah. But I'm just saying like I could tie in personally more to more aspects of this show. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. But yeah. that being said, that's why, because I could tie into those, I feel like that's the very reason why I felt like the improv section at the end was kind of like, we're still here. And especially <laughs> because it comes after the raffle. Yeah. It just kind of like, there's, I don't think there's any way you can follow a raffle and be like, no, this is still like, integrated. I, yeah. I, I, I'm to the point now where I don't really want to do a raffle anymore, but... Raffles are poop. Yeah, they're they're terrible. Well, we're still finessing our our process. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, three shows in, it's like we're finessing our process and and figuring out which bits work and and where where yeah. our beats are. Like even within the raffle, where it's like it's like completely improvised and like by nature, it is completely based on what the audience gives us. Right. Like and it's not even a performance piece. Yeah. It's just hey, these are the numbers and we're going to play off of this. So it's it's even finding that rhythm and finding and finding what we can give and finding how much we can play with the audience. So I think I think as far as that it, that can go, it's like yeah, okay. We we're we're finding our beats with with the audience. We're for finding sure, for sure, yeah. Well, even like tonight, yeah. we found so we did a improvised song about Terry. It was a guy, mm-hmm. and typically, like our guy Terry? song, a guy named Terry. A guy named Terry. Terry. You're lying to me. Yeah, I, no, it was a guy named Terry. He had a oh, badass yes. mustache. He had a badass mustache, um, and he just uh, we had an amazing song based off of that. But we never would have had that if we hadn't have done the raffle. Like, okay, we would have done we would have done a song based off of somebody in the audience. But that was the chance of somebody that bought the raffle ticket. And they we were, we called that number. We did this. We did the interview with him, and it came from bringing him up on stage. You know, like with, yeah. through the raffle. Like yeah, okay, we can get somebody. We can get. We can go up and pick anybody up uh, in the audience to bring them up on stage to do something with them. But the raffle makes it completely, uh, completely. Random. And well, and I think I think that's part of the challenge. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're good. It's like I think that's part of the challenge is to integrate as much of the promotional material into the show. Yeah, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. and that's like that's moving forward. Is that something that that we can we can use and make make more use out of? Right. Is is making the raffle. Uh, as a part of the promotional material, more a part of the show, right? Like, and that was something that we yeah. talked about, like, like slowly integrating that a little bit more, a little bit more, and then it's like now it is just a part of the show where we bring Terry on at the end of it, or mm-hmm. you know, so that it's it's something that's that's interactive for the audience. It's something that's that's jointedly between between the whole cast. We can be a part of. And that's and that's sort of like what we're what we're reaching for, so that it's collaborative in it, in in every sort of sort of way. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot too. Uh, can we can we take a moment to talk about the what we've done, what we did today? Yeah. Oh yeah. Today was a long day. Today was a long. Well, okay. Let's start. Can we start with Friday? 
We can start with Friday. So I'm Friday, like... um, I found out that the T-shirts that we got. Whoa! I'll start over. Friday, Friday, pretty much is Friday. So we are doing a film five k. We did. Uh, we did a film five k. So the thing was, we had people that signed up for a five k. It was a free five k, but you could pay ten dollars get a T-shirt. We were selling supposed to sell T-shirts that day. Uh, and we bought t-shirts, but they didn't come to Wilmington in time. Uh, so we kind of found out on Friday that we weren't going to get the t-shirts. There was a chance, a big chance that we were, the t-shirts weren't going to be in. So Patrick and I, on the fly, uh, created stencils um, on pieces of cardboard and on... Eventually, st- stencil paper. Stencil paper, and uh, we bought a bunch of t-shirts from AC Moore. Uh, shout out that won't give us money. <laughs> <laughs> and we just created a bunch of stenciled shirts and we sold them at the 5K and we asked the people at the 5K this morning, um, do you want to wait for your t-shirts to come in or do you want a stenciled t-shirt? And for the most part, most people wanted their stencils. Yeah. Because they're badass stencils. You did a great job with those. Thank you. They were a lot of fun. I mean, that me and Will, we and Will Small really fucking... Like we we ripped those bitches apart. You did in the most in the most like very sensitive yeah way possible because I can't say that we ripped them apart because it was such small and finite work right to 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 cut those stencils out of exacto knife. Oh, special shout out to the dude in the car, Alex Holscher, for uh, giving us. The did exacto that work, knife. Yeah, yeah the it exact- worked. They worked a it lot did. better. Yeah, because yeah. it was like slanted at the end. Yeah, the exacto knife worked, and also the razor blades. I don't. I didn't. I didn't not do my job tonight by bringing this back to you, because we weren't still at city stage. Well, also, I didn't say tonight. I said by tomorrow. So you oh. still have time. You're good. Okay. Cool. Technically. Technically. You I probably forget. Uh, I'm not gonna forget. You probably. But you I still don't. tomorrow to remember. Oh man. Actually, today. Well, luckily, you don't have a key, and I'm going to be on the island all day tomorrow. I feel like City Stage or Level 5 will open up at some point tomorrow. What's today? Now, Sunday. Now is Sunday. Sunday. Oh, so you have till tomorrow. Because no one will be in the office till Tuesday. Oh. Oh. So you have plenty of time. So if I go see my cousin in Emerald Isle, I have time. Yep. I just well, you need, probably just, won't even you probably won't like even Monday have night. to deal with it at all if you go see your cousin in a while, because I'll just I'll just deal with it. You'll, if you deal with it, that's awesome. Because otherwise, I'm just gonna worry about it like I always do about everything. Wait, worry about what? Um, the 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 color. Oh yeah, just, I just worry about things constantly. Did we finish talking about the five k and everything? Patrick? No, talk about it. All right, so we talked about cutting the stencils for the t shirt. So Friday night we're cutting the stencils. Boom. The the guy that we have partnered with, Nick Westfall with Dock Street Productions, is like, should we cancel the five k? You guys don't have t shirts to sell. That's like, like, like they, we promised people's t shirts. Like, should we postpone it? Like, what's the deal? You guys are the worst. I'm super on top of everything. That was the subtext that he said. Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't sound. Like- it was basically nope. we we read through the lines. He that's what that's what we felt that he said. He was actually very kind and generous. He's the coolest and the He's nicest the best guy. He also his Facebook picture from his first ever haircut when he was a kid, definitely done by Prince. Definitely done by Prince. Right, right. So Nick, we we assured him like we can we have a plan in place. We bottle these T-shirts. We have stencils. 
We're going to make it work for all these people. Saturday morning rolls around. We've Patrick, Will Small, me, uh, Kevin was there, Caitlin was there for a while. We were cutting these stencils. I didn't do shit, actually. It was everybody else. I didn't do anything. I was just there for moral support. Um, made, we cut the stencils. We test drove how to, how to do the stencils onto t-shirts, onto everything else. Uh, Saturday morning rolls around. We are at the 5K site at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. Set everything up. Got our Bojangles. Got the race thing up. It was awesome. And people were digging the stenciled t-shirts. It was so cool. They were about it. I was, I mean, like, I'm not surprised. Because, like, inherently people, I, I, I feel like people want things that are handmade that they can see in front of them. Mm-hmm. But it's also like at the end like at the end of the day you want the thing that's professionally done and blah 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 blah. Meh. And people were still like, "Hey, stencil this bitch in front of me." Yeah. And I'm about it. They were soups about it. And soups about it. Uh and I don't know, I just I we had over 150 people there. How, yeah. Like, how gnarly was that? We had 150 people that ran this 5K. 152. I'm not going to be okay. a stickler about literally anything else. 150 but I th- people. I, I think that we need to throw that number out there. But how cool is that? Like, 150, 152. Like, I, that's yep. really cool. That's a really cool number. There was that one girl, Brooke. She might have been on heroin. Okay. Yeah. I'll use her name. She might have been. Uh, she's clearly using a pseudonym there. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely using absolutely. a pseudonym. Absolutely. Kaylin is notorious for using pseudonyms. On the And podcast. definitely not using real, real names. names or names that are anywhere Similar. close to names. Yeah. Nope. I'm pretty discreet with my Kaylin, anonymity. Oh, Kaylin is so discreet. Yep. He definitely doesn't use names that are exactly the same, Mm-mm. just with barely barely the most thing like the the smallest thing changed so that you can't tell at all that things are changed like if like if your name was Julia he would change your name to like Julia yeah <laughs> and it's like and it's like whoa those are completely different names it's like Julia yeah I know Ju- Julia no never heard of her what completely different never completely different I've never her. I've never heard of that person uh. those are so different so anyway, book this person that we met. You're like you're literally the worst. You're laughing, but I'm I'm like I'm just gonna let you laugh. You really got five million in robot unicorn attack. You know, dude, I fucking kill like. I think you're full of sh- Like, I believe you as a person, but, like, I think you're full of shit. No, I also... I'm not proud of it. You um, should be. I'd be fucking proud of it. No, but I'm not. I can not. have it on my LinkedIn verified by people. Listen. <laughs> I, I could verify that, but I, I have no need. Patrick. I also, like, there's part of me that doesn't want... That doesn't want anyone to know how good I was at Robot Unicorn Attack. You want to play right now? A little bit. All right. So Patrick has been challenged. Can you speed this part up in the by... podcast? If it's five million, it's gonna take a while. Yeah. So Patrick has it's been, been challenged by Alex. Sound if it makes it's you been a long time since I've played. Patrick has been challenged by Alex to play Robot Unicorn Attack. 
Alex doesn't believe that Patrick is. Uh, I don't think he can get five million. Five million's a lot. Oh, wow, considering you just got fifteen hundred and hit a fucking star. Dude, I died like a nerd. Yeah, so Patrick lost pretty quickly. Well, no, you get three He's warming wishes. up. He's, yeah, he's warming up. I haven't played you have in a two more long wishes. time. That was one. Uh, Robot Unicorn is a is a video game on that you can play on the phone. Um, I guess for the remainder of this podcast, I'm I'm gonna. Uh, we can turn on the sound. <laughs> we can just turn on the sound. You can listen to how bad or good Patrick's doing on Robot Unicorn. Well, he's doing good this time. Um, Last time, embarrassing. Mm. <laughs> that was like a for me. No. I was like, oh, have you played this before? No. Ooh, I almost died. No, you so that's really interesting for podcast listeners. Uh, after the 5K... They can get on the website and download a video of this. Yeah, I wish can I could they? I wish I could no. take a video of this. But no one will try. <laughs> no one would want to. Why would you want to? I would. Robot Unicorn is life. Uh, it is life. Um, well, it's like every time you get a star... Listen, don't, why are you doing this to me, Alex? Children are born. This is the You're longest pod- it on this one. Longest uh, podcast Jesus, to date. Sorry, I that up. Uh, all right, so after the five k, we did our comedy show. We drank during the comedy show. We drank after the comedy show. We went to Islands. Islands served us beers after two o'clock in the morning, illegal. which is illegal in North Carolina. But we did it anyway because Islands is a boss. I feel like they did it. Anyways. I feel like. Do they want us to say that? Oh, it doesn't matter. We have we have like seven total listeners. Okay, Josh, Caleb, James Wax, Alex Holscher, who's <laughs> in oh, the dear. who's dude. in the car right, right. now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My hold turn. On. No, it's my turn. All right, you okay. got seventeen thousand, which is not even close to That's even a million, good. let alone five million. Listen, okay, while those guys were playing, years. Mm. It's been four <sighs> years since I've played. While those guys well, talk about that, we're going to go ahead and end... True talent doesn't leave. It's like, right, can you still ride a bike, Patrick? No, oh, no. Barely. No, you just fall over when you get on a bike? Yeah, sometimes. I don't think that's true. Hashtag wrecked. I'm Kalen McKay. I'm Patrick Basquiat. That's Alex Holscher. And we're, we're Fake Brothers, Brothers Podcast. This is a f- fun one. <laughs>